0: Welcome to the Grinded Podcast. You know, life can be such a grind at times, and so we're here sharing God's Word with you to encourage you to keep grinding and to not give up. It's time to grind. So here's the host of the Grinded Podcast, the old school skateboarder himself, Randall Tucker. Welcome to the Grinded Podcast. As you can see, things look a little bit different today. Um, The set is a whole lot different. Brighter because I have my daughter with me today. She's gonna, um, she's my special guest, and she's gonna help me out with Luke chapter fourteen, and um, we're gonna dive right into it. You excited? You nervous? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is it both or what? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of both. Um, well, I, I'll catch you up to speed uh, just for a second. Uh, in the previous chapter, in Luke chapter thirteen, Jesus was talking to a crowd when somebody comes to him and tells him that Pilate. And you know who Pilate is, right? The one who crucified Jesus or had him crucified. It's the same Pilate. Uh, Pilate uh, had some Jews murdered uh, while they were at the temple making a sacrifice, and, and Jesus takes that opportunity to tell people that uh, that unless they repent, they too are gonna they're gonna perish just like those people did. And then he tells them uh, three different parables. And he's trying to paint them a picture of of what the kingdom of God is like, because you know that that is where he come from. So he knows all about it. You know we don't know anything about it except for what he you know told us about it. And so if you think about it, it's fresh, it's new, it's a totally new concept because they're used uh, to Judaism. They're used to just going into this building we call the temple, and they're making sacrifices. And that's and they they're their service to God is them doing things or not doing things. They're they're keeping the law and, and so now you have God in the flesh and Jesus is saying, Hey, I'm from heaven. I'm the Son of Man. God is my father and I, I wanna explain to you what heaven is like or the kingdom of God is like. So it, it'd be mind blowing, right? Just you know, so and it's kinda hard for even us today to even even though we have the gospels and what Jesus said, it's still it's still hard to, to grasp that concept of what heaven is going to be like. But uh, in Luke 14, Luke's going to start off uh, with a, ve- a a very familiar scene because it's the Sabbath day, and, and that is their day to worship. That's the day that they go to church, if you want to say that. They go to the, the synagogue, and, uh, and they listen to the law being read and the law being taught. And when we go through, as, as we've been going through the book of Luke, uh, Time and time again, Jesus is in the synagogue teaching. The religious leaders are there. They're watching him. They're watching every move that he makes because they're just looking to, to pounce on him. Kind of like church people today. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. But, they, but that's what they do. They, they wanna, they're they just looking for a reason to, to try to say, you're not from God. See, look. What, what. And so he challenged them over and over again. And, and and this day is, is going to be one of those examples that he's going to challenge these religious leaders um, because he's about to heal this man on the Sabbath day, directly challenging the Pharisees and the religious leaders. In fact, uh, he has been invited to the house of a Pharisee, and, and this has happened, happened before, by the way, and we'll talk about that in, in, in just a minute, but... He's at the home of a Pharisee, and he's here to eat a meal with a bunch of these religious leaders. And I can't get my mouse to work. There we go. And this is what Luke says. One Sabbath day, when Jesus went to eat dinner in the home of a leader of the Pharisees, and the people were watching him closely. And you you see what that line says, right? I have it underlined in the notes. People were watching him. Why are they watching him closely? Because they're just waiting to pounce. So you said you thought I was kidding. You thought I was making that up, but it's really the truth. That, these religious leaders were they—they they thought Jesus was of the devil. They thought he, you know, they accused him many times of having uh, a demon when he's actually casting out demons. And so they're watching him closely. You know, you got all these religious leaders. You got all these Pharisees, and and they're just watching to see if he's going to, you know, just mess up so they can just pounce. There was a man there whose arms and legs were swollen. Jesus asked the Pharisees and experts in religious law, so he beat them to the punch is what he did. He, he beats them to the punch. And he says, Is it permitted in the law to heal people on the Sabbath day or not? And when they refuse to answer, I mean, what are they going to say? Yeah, They refuse to answer. We'll just keep our mouth shut and we'll see what happens. Jesus touched the sick man and healed him and sent him away. And then he turned to them and said, Which of you doesn't work on the Sabbath? If your son or your cow falls into a pit, 't don't, don't you just rush out to get him out and again they could not answer so what's going on here is you got uh, the table and you got all these religious leaders and they're, they're people of high status they're they're Pharisees they're different religious leaders and uh, people of the law and, and they, they're very smart very knowledgeable about the law about God and uh, they're very powerful very rich very high status uh, status in their uh society if you will and uh, and jesus just he just beat them to the punch and uh i mentioned a while ago that a, a few chapters ago jesus had told his disciples he 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 had, he had said listen to what these religious leaders uh teach but don't be anything like them um because they're all about the show they they love the praise of men They love the praise of people. Their their hearts are nowhere near God, even though they should be the example of of, of God, but they're not. And so after healing this man, Jesus notices something going on among these religious leaders. They're jockeying for uh, position. Uh, They've been invited to this man's house, their friends, their comrades, however you want to put that. And uh, they've been invited and, and they're coming over and they they're, say if you got the head of the table well the head of the table would be the host and he would be uh, uh, the, the prominent person in, in the room and then all these guests would start arriving and, and they, they would be jockeying for a position to sit next to the person who's in charge because they want to be at the head of the table they, they want people to think that they're somebody that's basically what they're, what they're trying to do and so they're they're going to 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 sit at the head of the table, and then it goes just on down the line and the religious leaders' they're trying to be the one closest, like I said to the head of the table, but what happens is someone sits with the highest honor, but then somebody comes in after them who is more honorable than they are. they're higher up on the on the social ladder, if you will, and so they have to get up and move. Their seat. They have to change seats, and so in other words, they're humiliated. They're they're embarrassed because they had to get up and move because somebody in higher position came in uh, after them. And so um, that that is what Jesus is saying here. He he, he was saying, you know, if you, if 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 you didn't sit uh, in, in the high, try to jockey for position and sit in ple- uh, in these places of honor, you wouldn't be embarrassed. And we'll see. It, he'll he'll break that down here. In just a second. So, Jesus is watching this scene unfold, and and this is where sometimes I and I know the Bible can't go into so much detail because I mean, we have everything we need uh for salvation, and we have these stories of Jesus. But I want to know what's going on in this room. I, I want to know what Jesus is doing at this moment. Is he like just leaned up against the wall? Is he just sitting there? You know, at the table, watching these people come in, and these people have to get up and move, and these people are humiliated, they're embarrassed because they have to go down the table, and you know, they wanted to sit in the place of honor, but somebody with more honor came in, and so they had to get up and go sit somewhere else, right? And, and so, um, when I, I, I this is what I do when I when I read the Bible, I study the Bible, I I, I have these kind of thoughts that we're fixing to Talk about You ready? Yeah. So this shows you how weird I am. Jesus said on occasions that if one wants to follow him, they must uh, deny themselves and take up their cross and follow him. Back in Luke chapter 9, and we've already covered Luke chapter 9 in several podcasts ago. You can go back and listen to that if you haven't had the opportunity to. But back in Luke chapter nine, he had told his disciples that if they wanted to be the greatest in the kingdom, right? And that's what these Pharisees are doing here, these religious leaders, they want to be the greatest. You know, they want people to think that, you know, we're high on the social ladder, that you know, people love us and we're somebody. Well, he told his disciples that if they wanted to be the greatest in the kingdom, that they had to be like a little child and be the least among the group. And and Jesus then is is the ultimate example of God's humility, right? He, and, and so Paul writes this in Philippians 2, 5 through 9. He says, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. He, and Paul, he's talking to the church at Philippi, but he's also you know, writing this letter for even us today. So he's basically talking to us too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Well, what kind of attitude did Jesus have? Well, Paul tells us. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges, right? He left heaven. He took the humble position, there's a word, humility. He took the humble position of a slave. And that Greek word is doulos, and it literally means a slave, like we think, as, as a slave. And he says that Jesus took the position of a slave, and he was born as a human being. And when he appeared in human form... He humbled, there's our word again. He humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names. And, and, and Paul goes on to say some more stuff there about Jesus. But, but look, look, look at what Paul said two times in those verses. He said, Jesus humbled himself, right? Mm-hmm. And then what does God do? He, he raised, he elevated him to the place of highest honor. And, and, and Peter tells us in Acts 2 where Jesus is. He's sitting at the right hand of the Father, where, which is the place of authority. It's a, it, it, Jesus has said, all authority and power has been given unto me by the Father. And we see that. Uh, in Peter's sermon in, on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2. And, it, it, and because Jesus humbled himself, he, he didn't jockey for position. I mean, he, this dude was God in the flesh. He, he knew what people were thinking. He, he could s- just speak a word or he could just think a thought or he could put his hands on, on somebody and they're instantly healed. He, he could do anything that he wanted. So he could he could have abused his power that he had and, and and he could have uh, got upset with these uh, Pharisees and made a mockery out of them. He, he could have turned them into a, a donkey or a horse. He could have done. He, he could have gave them a sickness. He, could, he he could have done anything that he wanted to because he had the power to. He's God. He's God in the flesh. But he he didn't do anything like that. He he was humble. And because he humbled himself, and he he leaves the the place of perfection, heaven, and he comes down to the earth, and he puts on flesh and he lives as a man and he the whole time that he was here when he started his ministry when he was 30 years old he he showed nothing but humility and compassion and things like that right and and when he the ultimate form of humility was giving himself for a bunch of 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 people like us sinners and he 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 dies on a cross, and even right before he takes his last breath, he's he's telling them, Father, forgive them, for they you know they know not what they're doing. That that's humility, and then three days later he comes up out of the grave, and he's alive again. Then he's going to send back to the Father, and he sits at the Father's right hand, like I mentioned a while ago, and it was God who elevated him to that highest place of honor. So. When I when I read what Luke writes about Jesus watching the, these Pharisees and, and these religious leaders trying to to get into the high seat of honor at the head of the table I, I could just picture him maybe standing there or sitting there at the table and he's he, he's 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 in front of them because he just healed uh, this this guy with the swollen arms and the swollen legs and he's watching them play musical chairs right because they're having when somebody else of highest honor comes in they have to get up and move down the table and be embarrassed and I can just see Jesus. And this is why this is why I read the Bible and I think about stuff. I, I just see Jesus shaking his head, and he says to himself, "These these guys, they they just don't get it because they're they're a far cry from an, the example that they should be, right? They th- these people should be people of humility, but they're not. They're they're all about themselves and they're all about the show. And he's he's maybe he's thinking these guys are a far cry." From the example of my father as they they should be and so he's going to give a a lesson on humility here in verses 7 through 11 and uh, Luke writes this when Jesus noticed that all who had come to the dinner were trying to sit in the seats of honor near the head of the table he gave them this advice when you are invited to a wedding feast don't just sit in the seat of honor what if someone who is more distinguished than you has also been invited The host will come and he'll say, give this person your seat. Then you will be embarrassed and you will have to take whatever seat is left at the foot of the table. And that's what's going on. Instead, take the lowest place at the foot of the table. And when your host sees you, he will come and say, friend, we have a better place for you. And then you will be honored in front of all of the other guests. For those who, and then here's his point right here. In verse 11, for those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. It's just like he told his disciples. If, if you want to be the greatest in the kingdom, then be the least. Be like this child. You know, a child, a, a small child is not worrying about jockeying for position. They just want a friend to play with. You know, they, they just want to go grab a toy and, 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 and play with it or, you know, a sport or whatever and uh and and jesus says it. those who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted so in other words he's saying save yourself some embarrassment by humbling yourself go down sit down here at the foot of the table and and instead of just coming in and sitting at the highest place of honor thinking that you're somebody because you're you're really not who you think you are is what and and he's and you got to keep in mind who he's talking to here. He's talking to these Pharisees and these re- religious leaders. And so if they would just sit at the foot of the table, it would save themselves so much embarrassment amongst their peers. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's so easy for us today to to read what Luke writes and, and, and read what Matthew, Mark, and John write in their Gospels about these Religious leaders and these Pharisees, because Jesus really hammers them, especially in Matthew twenty-three when he's saying, "Woe to you, Pharisees, you scribes, you uh, you hypocrites!" and and he just starts pronouncing all these woes on them, and he just crushes them. He talks about how their heart is so far from God and their their whitewashed tombs. So he's it, it, it's easy for us to jump in there with Jesus, and say, "Yeah, Jesus, you go get them, you you just you dog them," but if you think about it, we're the same way today. We're a lot like the Pharisees um, and I, and the example that I came up with when when I was um, studying this uh, for this podcast is athletes you, you're, you're an athlete right you've well, you've played soccer your, most of your life uh, here recently you've been playing basketball, uh, travel soccer, travel basketball uh, let me brag on you just for a second. you started uh, when you were in the sixth grade you started for uh, varsity quick fast right you know gets a lot of steals hits the threes got the little jump shots layups um, so it, it, it would it would be easy for you to to, to uh, uh, you know get the big head like a lot of athletes do but, uh, you see it all the time At, especially pro athletes today you know they're not gonna let some rookie come in and show them up they're gonna show that rookie where they belong, and that's at the foot of the table, right? I, I'm, I'm the king here. I, I I'm the king of this hill, um, and 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 I'm going to show you where your place is. And I, I, I was thinking about um, uh, uh, when uh, you know, you've been in the car wreck, and and so you had the injury to your back and your neck, and and that's been a struggle, and and we got you to a, a chiropractor, and right, and Ryan got you some help with that, and and even before we started this podcast, you're popping your neck and your back and it sounds like something exploding. on you. It's so nasty, it's so gross. But um, when you were going through that treatment and, and had that injury, you had to kind of drop away from basketball, right? Mm-hmm. That, that, was, that was tough, right? Yeah. Tough times. And uh, it sucked because it, it, being an athlete myself, well, I used to be an athlete, now I'm a washed up old man <laughs> athlete. Um, but it, it, it's hard when you're not out there, you know, doing your thing. When you're not out there on the court with your team, you're, you, and you're used to being a leader, you used to being out there scoring points and 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 getting steals and and, and helping your team to a victory. Um, but let's say, how long did you have to take off for um, for that injury, and when you was going through the um, the chiropractor thing? It was the end of one season, the start of another, yeah. right? Well, when you first came back and you got back into the swing of things and you started getting your steals again, you started getting your shot down, and uh, uh, I think you had a, a flare-up for a while and you kind of uh, had to, to, to go get some uh, more treatment and you had to take some time off. Well, if if you didn't practice humility, because we, we talked about this, because I, I, if you remember, I, I said, now – when when you get back into the swing of things, don't just think that your coach is gonna let you back out there on the floor, and because was getting toward the end of the season and you'd miss several games, a lot of games, and you missed a lot of practices, and and I tried to prepare you, uh, uh, me and your mom did, trying to tell you that you know just don't think because you're because you're good that you're gonna be able to go out there and jump right back on the court and, and you know and and he's gonna start you because it didn't happen, to did it? you did get to get into the game some uh and when you went back but uh uh, but so you had to practice humility because if if you were like these pharisees these religious leaders and you know if you had the, the attitude well i i I, I'm the leading stealer, uh, ball stealer. Uh, I'm the ball hog on our team. I'm the I'm, I'm one of the fastest on our team. I'm I'm one of the best three point shooters on our team. I've scored a lot of points for our team. If you have the high and mighty attitude, like I'm the king of the hill, I'm going to go right back into uh, to to practice into these games, and, and coach is going to start me over all these girls who hadn't missed practice, right? Who doesn't have an injury, uh, who who who's uh, hadn't been going to any kind of treatments. If you thought that uh, the coach is just going to throw you right back in, with well, that that's that's not humble. That that's arrogant. And so uh, we we try to prepare you uh, for for that 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 moment. Uh, I've experienced some uh, similar things myself uh, going to the skate park. You know, I, you can I think you can see it in in the in the new shot where. I won first place in a, a, a skateboard contest. I used to be really good. If I had, if I could have got out of West Tennessee and got to California back in the 80s, I could have been pro-sponsored. I just know I could have made a, a, a lot of money. And so it would have been very easy for me to get the big head. And, 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 if, if, and matter of fact, if you talk to some of my friends back then, I probably did have a, a, a cocky attitude and, and, and probably thought too much of myself that, than what I really should have. But I, I was really good, and uh, uh, and I, I I quit skating for a long time. And uh, when I was in my 30s, remember, well, you wasn't alive yet, so you're not gonna remember. But Tanner and Jerry were just little kids at the time. But we started the the, the indoor skate park and 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 the skateboard ministry, and so uh, I started skateboarding again, and 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 was uh, still pretty good. And uh, I remember one time. Thinking that uh, you know I was the king of the skate park, <laughs> and this guy shows up who was a whole lot better than I was, and he was so smooth, and uh, he could he was doing tricks that I couldn't do, and he did them flawlessly. It was it, it was like where is this guy coming from? And then it's, you know then people tell me who he was, and then I I, I got to know him. But I learned my place real quick that I, I I'm not the king of the skate park. <laughs> I'm not I'm not the king of the hill, and and so I, I was humbled really quick. Uh, and 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 there's many things throughout my life. And and you of course you're you're 14. You got a long life to live. And but you're already learning humility. And and it's amazing uh, how God will use things in our lives to uh, to humble us and and. And teach us lessons and and you know and that would take several podcasts you know if we were to (laughs) go through go through those things but that is that is exactly what jesus is is trying to get these guys to to understand as a, a lesson on humility uh and he he's telling them if you would sit at the 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 Foot of the table instead of the head of the table, then you wouldn't be embarrassed, right? It, I mean, wouldn't it have been embarrassing for you if you'd have just went back to, to to practice and said, "Move out of my way." I, I, I'm one of the leading scores on this team, and, and I'm a lot better than you are, so I'm taking your position. But, but, and and coach said, "No, yeah, that ain't happening. You're not. You're not doing that." Wouldn't that have been embarrassing to you? And, and it would have. You know. And also, it would have embarrassed the people. That, that you try to bump off, you know, you go sit the bench because I'm back. That would have been embarrassing to them, mm-hmm. but you kept a good attitude, and 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 you were you practiced humility, and and you set the bench for a, a little bit, and until you had to work yourself back in uh, to the game. So one lesson that we can learn from Luke 14 here at the beginning is is uh humility. You know what uh, we used to sing at a, a church that we used to go to in the past, we would sing a song that says humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and and he will lift you up. And and that is what Jesus is saying here to us. And he he's already said it to his disciples and he's trying to get these religious leaders to be the example that that they should be for the people. And we're going to see that here when we get back in uh, to to Luke 14. Do you have anything you want to add before we go to break? Thank you for listening to The Grinded Podcast today. May God bless you. If you have any comments or questions, you can email them to us at thegrinditpodcast at gmail.com. If you would like Randy to come and speak at your church or your next event, you can contact him through that same email address. Also, I would like to thank Jody Foster's Army, also known as JFA, for their song, ABBA, as we use for our intro and our outro off their untitled 1984 album. May God bless you, and remember, keep your eyes on Jesus and keep grinding.